Hi, and welcome to the Take the Cake podcast. I'm your host, Kate Noel. I love honest health and wellness, and I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome or welcome back to the Take the Cake podcast. My name is Kate Noel, and today's episode is going to be an episode where I'm just going to be playing catch up and talking, I guess, catch up as in lots of updates and hopefully there are some nuggets of um, wisdom here. I'm going to talk about my relationship with my body and how it's changed over the many years that I was in recovery all the way up until, you know, being fully recovered and how my relationship with my body and food and the beauty industry has changed and how my relationship with the recovery has changed. And I also want to talk about um, giving myself permission and maybe giving yourself permission to complain and how uh, powerful that is. And um, just not, I guess, permission to complain. By that, I mean um, more so I'm going to be talking about what strength means to me lately and why I've been leaning more on my impulsive decision-making lately. Um, So let's just start off with some life updates because I think, I don't know, this podcast is so healing to me in that I've had it for a while and I've shared so much on here and week after week you listen If this is your first episode, welcome. (laughs) And if this is your 100th episode, then thank you for being here. Um, It really means a lot to me. And I recently have had some medical complications. Um, I had an emergency medical situation and I'm still processing it. It just happened. And um, it really took me by surprise and it made me really scared to be honest it made me feel really vulnerable and scared and I've been in a really vulnerable place the past week or so and I I guess I'm still processing I'm sure I'll share more once I process if I feel like it but I'm okay it's everything's totally fine But I feel so grateful for my body being as healthy as it is. Even more so, I'm so grateful for my mind being as healthy as it is because I'm basically have to lay in bed and I can't really do much for about a week or so. And I have had to say no, reschedule things, meetings. I had to say no to some auditions. I had to say no to events and plans I had for months and it just goes to show the the you know obviously I'm very disappointed and I'm sad and I'm let down um but I'm okay my mental health is okay I'm still feeding myself all of my meals I'm still you know I'm not really moving much I'm definitely not exercising by any means I'm I mean I took one walk around the block today and other than that I'm just watching love is blind (laughs) and sex education and all my other shows and 
I feel really, really fortunate that I recovered from my eating disorder because I know that if I wasn't in recovery or if I wasn't recovered, this would be unbearable. It would be just feel almost impossible. Life has certainly thrown some curveballs at me, but I know I'm not alone. I know that you listening, life has also thrown a lot of curveballs at you. And it's just like, sometimes I think like, how am I going to get through this? And then I think, how did I get through this? How did I get through these curveballs before when I wasn't mentally or emotionally or physically or spiritually healthy? I still have, that doesn't mean I'm the healthiest I've ever been mentally, emotionally, physically, or spiritually, but I'm certainly in a much better place than I was before. And I feel so grateful for the support that I do have, whether it's online, on the podcast, and in real life, I just have a robust life that I am so fortunate to have in that is all because of the amazing people in my life. They have my friends, my family, they have like truly just bent over backwards for me and been here for me through scary times. And I really just feel supported and held um, in a lot of ways. Um, I also feel like it's the end of summer And I'm feeling, this is really funny I'm saying this, but I'm feeling, I'm feeling that there's a lot of people in relationships around me and I'm starting to have baby fever, boyfriend fever. I'm starting to get like that mindset where I'm like, ooh, like being in a relationship sounds really nice. And so I don't know why I just pivoted from, I think it's because I said I feel really held. (laughs) And I do, but you know, I feel this pull to to go with the seasons that are changing and like settle in to this to a relationship which is really interesting and i live in los angeles and you know i didn't think i would have to date in los angeles a few years ago um and it's really interesting dating in a big city not that i've really ever dated in a small city but i mean i did a little bit but I just, you know, I've lived in LA for so long and I've never really dated out here until the past year or so. And so um, here I am. Um, I think it's interesting, right? How like the se- how, as the seasons change, our needs change. And as life goes on, our needs change. And I just remember like two months ago, I was like, oh my gosh, I love being single. I love summer, like hot girl summer. Like this is me. This is the era I'm in. And I mean, obviously I don't have a boyfriend, so it's not like I can just lean into my boyfriend fever. I'm just putting it out there. I put it out there in my meditations and in my life and to my friends. But you know what? I'm going to put it out there on Take the Cake podcast. Not that I think any of my future boyfriend, future boyfriends, boyfriend, is listening to this. Um, but you know, I think just putting it out into the world might be beneficial to me. Is this coming across as desperate? (laughs) Perhaps it is. I'm definitely not desperate. I actually really feel so self-sufficient. I mean, maybe not the past week because I've been 
you know, medical emergency vibes. So not very self-sufficient, but besides that, I've been feeling so um, good and I've been feeling really honed in on just loving acting, loving podcasting, loving um, working and just being in my routine. I love waking up in the morning, having my morning routine, meditating, um, you know, going to the beach, dipping in the ocean, doing my little gym sessions, like just enjoying my life, making my food, baking my bread and hanging out with my friends. So, um, I've been feeling really good and independent. I think we can have both, right? We can feel really independent and want a boyfriend, right? Ladies, right? Guys, all people listening, you want a partner and you love being independent. Same, 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 different, but the same, you know? Okay. Well, I'm blabbling on, but those are my updates. Um, medical emergency and boyfriend fever. <laughs> okay. So I wanted to talk about, um, how my relationship with body, food, my face, beauty, hair, skin has changed as I've been recovered. When I first, obviously when I had my eating issues, I did not have a good relationship with my body. I hated my body. I couldn't really even look at it or I overanalyzed it, looked at it too much and I felt very trapped. And I started my recovery and that really didn't get easier to be honest. I'm being really real and honest in saying that when I started my recovery, to be honest, my body image, it didn't really get better. My body was changing a lot. That was the type of recovery I experienced and that's okay. Um, And I got through it and I'm glad I got through it because my body had to change and I had to um, get over the, you know, assumptions I had about my body changing that were not true and what it meant for me. If you want to know more about, I just posted a body image episode last week and, um, I think it could be really insightful if you're struggling with your body image. Um, cause I kind of talk about advice and my perspective on it. Um, but I really remember feeling like I had no control over my body, which I didn't really feel like I did, to be honest. When I was in my recovery, I really surrendered a lot of anything that had to do with my body. I didn't want any like associations with it. I kind of disembodied in order to recover. And I had to kind of let go of everything I knew or I thought I knew about bodies and having one. And as I got stronger in my recovery and as I continued to, you know, be in the modeling industry and be in the fit modeling industry and be in the acting industry, I started to, you know, kind of associate back with my body and and body more. I started to do things that felt really good that maybe I didn't allow myself to do, like go to the sauna and wear tight clothing and shop and um, all sorts of things. And it ch- it's shifted a lot. And something I'm really passionate about when it comes to body image journey and recovery journeys 
is knowing that you're never going to be in the same place forever. Like, I feel really strongly that my body image is stable and my recovery is very stable. That's no, There's no question about that. I feel so good and aligned where I am today. I feel like I know my values. I know the woman that I want to be. I know how to show up for myself physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. And I know how to show up for myself if I'm not having a good body image day. That's the thing. That's the thing I really want to talk about. A lot of people ask me if I ever have bad body image days. And to be honest, I do. They're not the same as they used to be. They don't make me spiral. They don't make me go into behaviors. They're unhealthy. They come up and show up when um, there's something else kind of mirroring my life that's not so great. Like when I'm mentally not feeling very good, or maybe it is a physical thing. Maybe I'm bloated, or I'm about to start my period, or maybe I'm just not feeling very good. I don't know. You know, I, I you can't really ever, I can't really ever analyze it that much because I don't really think it's helpful. But I do have days where I don't have perfect body image. I certainly have days I have positive body image and I have great body image. Those are honestly abundant. But there are certain days that I don't feel my very, very, very best in terms of my body image. And something that I used to do in my recovery when that would happen was I would kind of like be mad at myself and I would be upset that I didn't have perfect body image or I was having a bad body image day, like, ugh, you know? It would really set me back. And now I just let myself have those days and I just listen to what it means and I just tune in a little bit more. Usually it means I need to take care of myself in some way it means I need to, um, maybe I, like, I just need to stay in, cancel my plans. Maybe it means I need to go out and not cancel my plans. Like, it depends. I just want to give you permission to have your body be a tool for you eventually. Maybe it can't always be a tool for you. I, I don't think my body, I don't think I could have trusted my body image journey in the very beginning of my recovery, I think I had to surrender. But now, I feel like if I have a bad body image day, I can listen, I can tune in, I can ask myself what I might need. Now, that doesn't mean I need to like skip a meal or anything like that. But maybe it means I want to take a really, really nice long shower. Or maybe it means I don't want to have a whole bottle of kombucha in one sitting because I did that recently um, and it didn't feel good on my body so I feel like it can be something that's very um, tangible and it can also be more abstract I hope this makes sense it's so hard to have a body honestly it is hard to have a body it's not easy and if you have a body I empathize with you because <laughs> it's not easy I'm so excited though because this time of year is always really special to me and it's reflected. I'm always like reminded when it gets colder of how much my body really means to me because when I was really ill and really underweight, my, I had like, I was just cold all the time. I just was constantly cold. 
like bone chilling cold. You know that type of cold? I hope you don't know it, but if you do, you know. It doesn't matter how many hot showers you take, it doesn't go away for like hours and hours and hours. I'm so grateful because now that it's getting colder, I can actually take long walks outside. I can enjoy the night breeze. I can, you know, just feel way more comfortable and alive. And I just remember feeling like kind of dead inside for, you know, more than half of the year back when I was sick in terms of just like feeling cold all the time. Even in the summer, I felt cold sometimes. Um, But I feel so grateful now and it's so exciting to like, for the weather to kind of start cooling down and for life to become a little bit more cozy and inward and reflective. Um, I feel like I'm kind of ready for that season and it's here. So that's my relationship with body. My relationship with food has changed um, because I am, I think, just way more comfortable entering into different phases of nourishment. That's something I learned in school. And basically, there are different phases of nourishment. You can be on board with this or you can forget about it, but phases of, of your life where you need to rebuild and you need to replenish your body. And that looks like eating an abundance of food, not even thinking twice, like anything goes all in, whatever it might be. There's phases where maybe you're on a healing, you're like doctor has diagnosed you with a healing diet and it's restrictive, but it's restrictive for a different reason. There are, which, you know, that's very specific. That's not really common. Um, and, you know, maybe get a second opinion if you don't think that's healthy for you. But anyways, there's, you know, phases of nourishment where you are celebrating life or on vacation and you're just eating the buffet every night or going out to eat every night. There's, you know, or you're on your honeymoon. Um, there's phases of nourishment where you're cleansing, you know, there's just, there's different phases. And I think for so long, I was so scared of recovery because I thought it meant I could never like experiment with food again. And in reality, it's not true. Like I have, I love experimenting with food. I'm not going to go gluten-free, probably not, or dairy-free or meat-free or anything like that. Um, I'm not going to go keto or do big experiments, but I have been experimenting lately with buying foods that don't have seed oils in them. I have been experimenting with buying more grass-fed and grass-finished products. I've been experimenting with um, eating more whole grains. I've been experimenting with cooking at home more or doing more meal kits. Um, I've been experimenting with drinking raw milk. Not really right now, but I was in the summer. So there's different like ways that I have been experimenting. And I think the one thing that is always going to be important to me is having an abundance mentality when it comes to food and not a restrictive mentality. And as long as I am operating from a place of abundance, then I feel good about where I'm at um, with my, you know, food philosophy and how that's changing and how I'm adapting to different, my environment and different times of my life. And then beauty standards or beauty, I guess my relationship with beauty has changed a lot because I am much more 
I, I'm in a place in my life where I give myself permission to get my nails done, get my hair done, get microneedling, like do the things I want to do and by, you know, I'm doing the tretinoin, like I'm doing anti-aging. And I think that for so long, I was so concerned about what that meant for me. And, and I wanted to just be me and I feel comfortable being me and I feel confident being me. I guess I still can have desires and want to care about anti-aging while still being okay with aging? Like, is this a paradox that can exist? I hope so because it's something that I'd like to exist, you know? I can still, you know, like just like you can love one of your dogs with all your heart and you get another dog and you love that dog too. And like, I just feel like I'm very expansive in my life right now. And so I can be really confident and like love who I am and get Botox. Like, I truly feel like I am in a stage of my life where I just want to give myself permission to explore. And if I regret the exploration or if I am disappointed in the outcome or if I feel better not doing that thing, then I'm going to listen and I'm going to tune in. But I just think that so many women need to give themselves permission to make decisions in their life. And it's okay. Whatever that decision is, so be it. And if you want to have a one-step skincare routine, if you want to have a 15-step skincare routine, that's fine. Like, you get to decide what you do with your face, with your life, with your body, with your beauty, with your fashion. You get to decide. Like, that is you. You get to choose. And so I think I'm just on board for, like, pro-women choosing what they want to do with their with their lives and with their bodies because more we just we just need permission ladies i'm just telling you i mean we don't need permission we we want permission and it turns into a need i think but you know just saying you got my permission not that you need it but you can do whatever you want to do and i think it's crucial to be really honest with yourself and with your support team about what that means for you and your intention behind it. That's what's so tricky about the beauty industry is your intention. Same with exercising. Like, what's your intention behind it? Whatever your intention is, just be aware of it, you know? And if you need to change what you're doing according to that intention, then I think that's really, really important to tune in and listen to that. This goes into the last part of this episode that I want to talk about, and this is about being strong. The past six months or so, I have leaned into my impulsive decision-making. Now, I have been reprimanded in the past by people that loved me about my impulsive decisions, decision-making. I've always been a little bit impulsive. I'm the type of person where... I'm not ready, I'm not ready, I'm not ready. And then one second of my life and a split second, I'm ready. It's what I want. And I have a hard time saying, letting go of what I want, right? I'm not not gonna lie, that's something I struggle with. But I have been really relying and leaning on my impulsive decision-making lately because 
I feel strong in my impulsive decisions and sometimes I don't. There are scenes in my life where I need to meditate on things. I need to be slow and I need to be less reactive. And I'm, and I'm trying to be less reactive in my life in general. And I don't think reactivity and impulsivity are necessarily mutually exclusive, but I think they can be. But lately I've just been relying on my impulsive decisions, whether it's relationship stuff or career stuff, I've just been, or money stuff, I've just been letting my desires lead me a little bit more than my like logical, analytical, more masculine brain. And it's really been a beautiful journey. It's, it's allowed me to become softer. It's allowed me to feel more emotional. It's allowed me to kind of get out of this tunnel vision I've been in. I've just been leaning into my feminine. Honestly, I think that impulsivity is kind of feminine sometimes. Um, maybe that's not true to you, but for me, it really is. So it's been something I've been relying on. I, I don't really know the point of this episode, but hopefully, hopefully this lets you trust yourself a little bit more and trust your gut feelings and allow them to shine because I think there's a lot of power in just letting ourselves decide, decide in the minute, decide in the moment, let your impulsive decisions take you somewhere and see where they take you. And I'm not, I don't always think impulsive decisions are great. Trust me, I've made decisions in my life where I'm like, why did I do that? I don't, I don't want to do that again. Um, but I don't know, this is the season of life I'm in and it's reflecting in my relationships. Like I said, it's reflecting in my acting career. That's been pretty impulsive, kind of has to be. Um, so yeah, I don't know. This is, this is all I have for today's episode because my brain has been kind of all over the place. It's been a whirlwind, but, um, I hope you've liked this one is kind of a brain dump. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for being here. Like I said, it means the world to me. I just appreciate all of you so much. Um, and I'll see you on the next episode. Take the cake. Bye for now.